Section 67 of Word Portraits of Famous Writers. This is the LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Marianne. Word Portraits of Famous Writers, edited by Mabel E. Watton. Francis Mahoney, Father Prout, 1805 to 1866. From the Works of Father Prout stooping his short and spare but thick-set frame as he walked wearing his ill-brushed hat upon the extreme back of his head clothed in the slovenliest way in a semi-clerical dress of the shabbiest character he sauntered by with his right arm habitually clasped behind him in his left hand altogether presenting to view so distinctly the appearance of a member of one of the mendicant orders that upon one occasion in the rue de rivoli an intimate friend of his found it impossible to resist the impulse of slipping a sou into the open hand of his right hand with the apologetic remark you do look so like a beggar apart however from his threadbare garb and shambling gait there were personal traits of character about him which caught the attention almost at a glance and piqued the curiosity of even the least observant wayfarer the roguish hiberian mouth noted in his regard by mr grunison and the grey piercing eyes that looked up at you so keenly over his spectacles won your interest in him even upon a first introduction from the mocking lips soon afterwards if you fell into conversation with him came the loud snappish laugh with which as mr blankard gerald remarks the father so frequently evinced his appreciation of causal witticism uproarious fits of merriment signalizing at other moments one of his own ironical successes outbursts of fun followed during his later years by the racking cough with which he was too often then tormented from blanchard gerard's final reliquies of father prout the rev francis mahoney or father prout trudging along the boulevards with his arms clasped behind him his nose in the air his hat worn as french caricaturists insist all englishmen wear hat or cap his quick clear deep seeking eye wandering sharply to the left or right and sarcasm not of the sourest kind playing like a jack-o'-lantern in the corners of his mouth father prout was as much a character of the french capital as the learned armedian of the imperial library only a few years ago it was difficult to meet father prout he was an odd uncomfortable uncertain man his moods changed like april skies light little thoughts were busy in his brain lively and frisking as troutlets in a pool he was impatient of interruption and shambled forward talking in an undertone to himself with now and then a bubble or two of laughter or one short sharp laugh almost like a bark like that of the marksman when the arrow quivers in the bull's-eye he would pass you with a nod that meant hold off not to-day he was very impatient if any injudicious friend or passing acquaintance who took him to be usually as accessible as any flonier on the macadam thrust himself forward and would have his hand and agree with him that it was a fine day but would possibly rain shortly a sharp answer and an unceremonious plunge forward without bow or good day would put an end of the interruption of course the father was called a bear by shallow pates who could not see that there was something extra in the little man talking to himself and shuffling with his hands behind him through the fine fleur and grand dame of the italian boulevard from a personal friend 
in recalling the rev francis mahoney i am forcibly reminded of a few lines at the beginning of old burton's anatomy of melancholy democritus as he is described by hippocrates and laertius was a little wearish old man very melancholy by nature averse from company in his latter days and much given to solitariness a famous philosopher in his age wholly addicted to his studies at the last and to a private life writ many excellent works substituting father prout's name for that of democritus the words are equally descriptive of the quaint little irishman he was a small spare man with a pale deeply lined face badly dressed with grey unkept whiskers and a certain waspish expression in his thin face which was utterly at variance not only with the good father's writings which for real larky fun as james hannay expressed it are unsurpassed but also with the really kind nature of the man his eyes were by far the best feature of his face keen bright and piercing they were eyes that held you their glance was very rapid and eager and instantly prepossessed you in his favour end of section sixty seven